All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here because I'm not in the news getting yelled at by everybody, being called a bad person. Let's... I am, and it fucking sucks, man. I hate it when they do that shit. <laughs> I do. Let's jump right in. Uh, we are recording on January 3rd. A couple days ago, Louis C.K. hit the web. Um he had a, he did a comedy set and people are angry. They're angry, Jake. Everyone's so angry. Louis C.K. said things that people don't like. Do you got a take on it or do you want me to go first? I don't care. I don't either, man. You, you can start us off. All right. Here's my thing. Here's my take. Um, Jake, you and I have talked. You you know that I don't like Louis C.K. I worked with him like over ten years ago. At this point, he was an absolute prick to me, and I have I heard never he refused to jerk off in front of you, man. What the fuck? That's not I know. what he's known for. I I feel like that was reverse sexism, and and I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. No, seriously. Did you tell him you identified as a beautiful woman, that <laughs> bigot? I should have, but uh, I fully admit that my weak ego and hurt feelings that when he was a dick to me, I've never been able to watch his comedy and, and just, you know, like look at it and go, oh, that's funny objectively because my my weak ego gets in the way and I say, fuck him. He's a prick. So I get this. I never my, had that experience. So I love his comedy. <laughs> right. But now that said, I want to say that up front. I want to say that I don't like Louis and I don't like his comedy. I thought he was a prick that weekend and I hated his comedy because of it. And I don't like him. That said, I don't understand anyone that's angry at him for him telling jokes in a comedy club that they were not at. And I'm not even talking about the idea of, oh, dude, they're just jokes. Get over it. I'm talking about what seems to me like obvious manipulation. Somebody with an agenda went and illegally recorded a set. You can't, you can't go, Stanhope tweeted, uh, take, take CK out of the equation. What if someone had made a bootleg recording of Hamilton? That's illegal. You can't take a recording device into a movie theater and record a movie. Right. And before every comedy show, they say, please put away your phones and recording deve devices, no pictures, no recording. So someone went in with an agenda, illegally recorded him, and then released that recording just to make people mad, just so people would hear the jokes and then go, I don't like those jokes. I'm angry. And here's my, my take is... I know I don't like Louis C.K., but I am not going to get angry because he told jokes in a comedy club I wasn't at. I'm not going to read a news story about him telling jokes somewhere that I wasn't and then get angry because I don't like those jokes. That makes zero fucking sense to me. That's my take on it is like the jokes, not like the jokes. I don't give a fuck. I wasn't there, so I didn't have to hear them. If you don't like I – th I compare people getting angry – at him telling jokes in a comedy club they weren't at to anybody that used to complain when Married with Children was on the air or Beavis and Butthead or The Simpsons or, or Elvis sure. swaying his hips on TV. Anybody that's like, oh, I don't like that thing, so it shouldn't exist. I don't like Justin Bieber. Actually, I don't think he should exist, but I'm not going to waste my time protesting Justin Bieber. And if you want to waste your time protesting Louis C.K., then you have too much time on your hands, and I wish I had your amount of free time. That's my take. I I will say that uh, okay. Here's here's the conspiracy theory side of me. Uh, I think the person who, who who leaked this and started the outrage was Louis C.K. himself. How bad does he <laughs> want this to be the main scandal that people are mad at him for? You know what I'm saying? You know he was going. I, I really wish this was the only hurdle I had to climb, but uh, this is a hurdle in the middle of Mount Everest for me right now. Uh, they will not remember this two weeks from now, but they will remember the other thing. 
Well, and that's the thing. If you want to be mad at Louis C.K. because of how he treated those female comics and how he went after their career and the fact that he has still not apologized for it, if anyone remembers his um, his open letter. Yeah, he apologized when, no, he, when he wrote the letter and went his away. His open letter, they went, they, the words, I'm sorry, were never mentioned in that letter. It's one of the first things people pointed out. He admitted to doing well, he, it. He admitted he did it. I mean, the, the admission uh, to me is, is, is a form of apology. I disagree. I think you need to say the words, I am sorry for my behavior. I don't think the admission's enough. But that said, that's me. I think there's a whole internet culture of you don't get forgiven even if you do say you're sorry. I think there are people, I mean, we saw that with, with uh, shit, I can't come up with an example. But, um, oh, the, 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 TV, the, the TV critic, the movie critic we talked about a while ago, he tweeted that rape joke about Last Tango in Paris, said, I'm sorry, and still got fired. And people were still angry and said, yeah, you deserve to lose your job. I don't think it matters whether you apologize anymore, but I still think it's not a bad thing to do in the case of, say, sexually harassing women. So I mean, if you're so my point is, if you're angry at Louis C.K. for being a sexual harasser, that's one thing. But being angry because he told jokes you didn't like, that's another. And I don't agree with that. Well, right, and and I would, I would be willing to bet that most of the people that are are shocked slashed outraged by the stuff that got leaked. For one thing, it did get leaked. It's not like he put it out. This is stuff he's he's working out. And may I remind everybody listening. He is working this out after taking like six months off. I can tell you as somebody who does stand-up. Now, granted, I haven't done it as long as Louis C.K. or anywhere close to, to his level of fame or success. But I can tell you, if I haven't done it in like two or three nights, I feel fucking rusty. This guy took six months off, man. And he he had some of the worst public criticism that, than any comic out there. You know what I mean? So it... It's it's tough to come back. He's he's working the stuff out. He didn't release it. It's 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 you you kind of you did it as he's working on it. This is like taking a bite of a pizza halfway through the oven and being like, this fucking pizza sucks. This restaurant should be closed down. You know, wait till the fucking thing's out of the oven before you crucify the guy for it. For one, uh, two, most of these people who are are upset, outraged, whatever by by any of the jokes he said. I would be willing to bet are people who just got him on their radar slash in their crosshairs because of this thing about him jerking off in front of people like a decade ago. You know, again, not saying it's right, but it's about 10% of what, you know, the people who he who he is being uh, compared to have done, right? Um, but either way, they, they fucking hate the man. They never want him to step foot on a comedy stage ever again. And so anything he does, they're going to be like, oh, look at this. Um, the jokes he said, yeah, um, I could see how they could be considered in poor taste. That being said, uh, it was killing in front of the crowd that he was doing it to, for one thing. Uh, so maybe if you listen to more than the like one-minute clip that's going around on all these, I don't like with CK blogs, it might make a little more sense. And, and, and more importantly, these are people who don't realize that this is not outside of normal for his comedy. He's always done dark material. He's always done edgy material. You name a quote-unquote offensive topic that should never be talked about in stand-up, chances are he has a bit about it, if not a few bits throughout his specials in the past. So these are people who are not familiar with his work. That's why it sounds fucked up for them. 
Well, one thing you said made me think of another. Let's go back to, I mean, the audience laughed, and that's all his job is, to get the people that want to see him to laugh, which goes back to my point is, if you weren't in that comedy club because you don't like Louis C.K., then why the fuck are you wasting energy complaining? But that said, it made me think of Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live when he made the joke about the pirate and the candidate in, I think it was Texas, and when you heard uh, when I saw the headlines the next day, Pete Davidson slams candidate and does off color and he's horrible and cruel. And then when you see the clip on Saturday Night Live, the live audience there laughed too. When you and, and it was moment, not that bad. It was really not yeah, that bad. And and you just laugh and you get on with your life and then it takes on this new energy on the internet where it gets judged in a different way and that's bullshit and it's it's not just these two cases. It's not just comedy. It's almost anything in life where, I, you know, I'm having a problem thinking of examples off the top of my head, and I'm I like so I'm I'm making a bad argument on my own behalf. But it seems to be that's the case. Is once you are in anyone's crosshairs on Twitter or on the internet, you're fucked. Right, and the thing with. Pete Davidson, that guy didn't even give a fuck at first until his his base gave a fuck. And then he was like, oh, yeah, that guy should apologize or something. And it's it's just like his his initial response to it was, well, it was in poor taste, but people should, well, quit getting their, their panties in a bunch over jokes or whatever. That, that, that's essentially what the guy said. The guy was in the fucking military, man. We roast each other brutally in the military. What, what, what Pete Davidson said, I guarantee you, is not a tenth as bad as what friends of his in the military have said to him for having fucking one eye. No, I agree. Yeah. And that's the thing is, and even the guy himself said, the guy was sort of split on it. He said, no, I don't think he should apologize. We live in an apol apology happy uh, country. Right. Well, that was the initial response. But and then, then he, he said, his, his base was Saturday upset. Night Live like, oh, should yeah. donate a million dollars to wounded warriors or something like, well, Come on, you can't say don't apologize, but give a million dollars to wounded warriors because someone made a joke. Now you're right, which is fucking ridiculous. You know, you're, you're crossing messages. In fact, maybe this is just coming from a guy who, well, doesn't have a million dollars or anywhere close, but uh, rather say I'm sorry than write a check for a million dollars. That's just me. <laughs> now, you don't need to say you're sorry. That's for snowflake pussies. Oh, donate a million dollars. Like, what? <laughs> here's, here's a check for a million dollars, and I'm not sorry in the memo. There you go. That's No, that's, that's fucking much worse than saying I'm sorry. Well, let, let's continue down the outrage path because I sent you a news article that did not gather much steam or outrage. Louis C.K. tells jokes on stage and the internet explodes. Um, a doctor in Cleveland or a student doctor, a new doctor, a resident, Laura Kolob, was a supervised resident at the Cleveland Clinic from July to September when old tweets turned up about her uh, anti-Semitic slamming Jews. She used this... Uh, slang language um i'm trying to find what they call it um bigga, bigga, bigga. uh yadu yay a y a h u d i yadi an arabic term for jews yadi? she 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 used slang and saying i will give all the jews the wrong medications when i'm a doctor and she talked she she hated israel and I'm not saying, but here's be... what the the Jews were upset about. She said they would charge them just as much for it. Oh, there comes an anti-Semitic <laughs> joke right out of left field. I heard the best anti-Semitic joke from a friend of mine the other day. We were texting, and I told him uh, the truth that I said this Saturday I have a 
Oh, what? It, okay, so we were texting back and forth, and he said uh, that, oh, I can't wait to see all the hacky comics on New Year's Day saying, 2019, I'm still writing 2017 on all my checks. And I said, hey, I should use that joke. I'm doing a corporate party this Saturday for bankers. If I do that, they'll probably throw me up on a chair and hoist me on their shoulders and carry me around like it's a Jewish wedding. And my friend texted back, or as the bankers call it, a wedding. And I'm like, that's just funny right there. That is funny. That was nice. That was nice. It was very quick and very funny. But anyway, I so this woman has tweeted horribly, horribly anti-Semitic. We're, we're doing stupid, hacky jokes right now, you and I. And some people can get their panties in a bunch and say it's anti-Semitic right, and wrong. Right, clearly a good one. Right. But it, what we're doing is stupid. This woman was tweeting actual anti-Semitic hateful things. Well, yeah, there's no a difference one, between like a, a cute joke and, and saying you hate Not even a Jewish cute joke, like, a you know? dumb joke. You know, yeah. like, but, but like nobody researched her at any point of the way until, and, until a third party that tracks like anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Semitism searches it out and then takes screenshots and keeps track of people that are actually hateful. And then they brought it to the attention of the world. And yes, the Cleveland Clinic did the correct thing and said, wow, this is not good. You are not a good person. We can't have you treating patients. And here's the fucked up thing, because um, this is just popping into my head now, so I, I don't want to split hairs. It's funny that she gets fired for tweeting this horrible shit, yet you get a pharmacist that says, I can't provide condoms or birth control because of my religion, and they don't get fired, they get championed. And I think it's right, the same. Right, but that's a little bit different. That's that's eh, a, not, not, to me. not giving condoms <laughs> or birth controls a little bit different than saying, I'm going to switch Jewish people's medications so they die underneath my care. Like, that's eh, a little, come tomato, on, man. tomato. You're comparing apples and hate crimes here, man. What are you well, talking about? I said about? I was spitballing. It was it just popped into my head, so I didn't know where I was going with it. So I hear what you're saying. I agree with you. But my whole point is, um, this story shit the bed. The Cleveland Clinic did the right thing. They fired her. Her name is out there. So anybody, if she applies for a job, and she, the funny thing about the end of the story is she still has a valid medical license. Like uh, they, they, that didn't get taken away. Um, let me scroll to the bottom of the article. Uh, yes, as far as rep- Ohio state records show that her training certificate from the medical board is still active and extends through June 30th of 2021. So she can still practice medicine or get a job. Not that she will. Anyone that goes to hire her will Google her name and find these things. But my point is, why are we? I, I about- heard she has been hired as Fred Phelps's personal assistance, man. <laughs> Personal's, personal personal uh, medical liaison at the compound, man. Uh, funny, funny. But my whole point is, why are we angry about Louis C.K. telling jokes? And they are jokes. He was not standing on stage saying, hey, death to Israel. He was not leading a Klan rally. He wasn't holding a secret of NAMBLA meeting saying we need to legalize pedophilia. And yet nobody was outraged over this, this woman getting caught. You'd think this would blow up. And well, to would... be fair, I don't think this is really a national news story. And reason I say it, like, yeah, it's pretty fucked up, but also the correct measures were taken to get rid of her. You know okay, what I'm good saying? Point. Yeah, good point. Good point. Like, it's not, if I if I go to work and I start, I don't know, yelling anti-Semitic shit or sexually harassing women or, uh, you know, whatever, any anything on that level, and they call me into HR and they're like, hey, man, you can't be running around doing that. You're fired. Then there's no story there. 
dude fucks up really, really bad, dude gets fired for it, or in this case, lady, you know? Um, and, and as much as I don't, I don't like to see people get fired for tweets a really long time ago. If it's that fucking extreme and you're in charge of medicine, then yeah. Because I think two-thirds... Well, yeah, there's uh, two a difference things, between these and jokes, as we said right. at the outset. Yeah, I, I mean, two things really... Uh, I, I feel you have to weigh in for the most part. These are the, these are the two things that matter in how, how much should you get upset, how much should someone be punished. How severe is what they did or said... And how much time has passed, right? And and then also, you know, I, I guess what's what's their their profession? You know, obviously, if she's working at Dunkin' Donuts, not quite as important as, as working as a doctor. You know, I so those two things. It's it's sort of like the the Kevin Hart tweet from that long ago, or maybe a little longer about uh, that was homophobic. It was homophobic, right. but it wasn't the same. He was going to switch gay people's medications. It was it was just it was. It was shitty, but it wasn't like awful. He was it was saying, "Oh, I I don't have anything against gay people, but I would try to make sure my son wasn't gay." Like, yeah, it's it's not a cool thing to be tweeting by any means, but it was also a long time ago, and he's had plenty of time to grow on that. And I sort of feel like progressives are going backwards and biting themselves in the dick if you if if you call yourself progressive, but then you literally won't let people progress. If you're just like, well, I'm progressive, but you, you're frozen in time forever for this one offhanded remark or tweet that you made back in 2000, whatever the fuck, or the year 19, whenever. And it's just, you know, again, if it's so severe that if he was saying something along the lines of, uh, you know, the Westboro Baptist Church is right, and I'm glad Matthew Shepard's dead, that's a little bit fucking different. But that's not that's not what he said. What he said was was not very extreme. It was, it was a long time ago, the so stupid. those things have to be in, in, taken into consideration. And then let's switch gears to the next outrage. Um, and I can't believe I'm going to do this. If you had asked me at any point in the past however many years, uh, hey, Nathan, w- do you think you'd like to defend anybody that's been on uh, the Kardashian TV show and is a reality TV star? I would say no. Fuck them right in the ear. Unfortunately, a big news story. Kanye West. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) I jumped the gun. I was guessing. I don't even know who this guy is. I think I may have seen his name every so often, but I don't. Scott Disick. Apparently, he dated one of the Kardashians. I don't know who, but he posted a picture on Instagram of he and his daughter as at a restaurant, and the daughter is making a face, and in that face, she's got her fingers on her eyes, and she's pulling them straight up, like opening her eyes wider. And people are yeah. calling it anti-Asian and racist. And it's the stupidest goddamn thing. I have a little girl, and she makes faces and does stupid shit in every, in every photo. And I don't say stupid shit like Kevin Hart tweeting, I don't want my son to be gay, stupid shit. I mean childish, fun, stupid shit. And the best response—people are outraged saying that's racist and wrong because they're eating sushi. My favorite response comes from a guy who wrote— I am Chinese. If you mock Asian eyes, you pull out, not up. Meaning he obviously saw it for what it is, a little kid making a face. Yeah, these she, people should have read, read the racist handbook before they called somebody racist. That's that's not what, you know, that's not or, what Or Disick should have, whoever the Scott guy is, should have uh, read the racist handbook before, quote, teaching his daughter to be racist because she's doing it wrong. She's to be fair, somebody on the face. Kardashian show, if, if, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Hey, teach that little girl to do the racist eye thing. And then, he, and then she's pulling them up to make them rounder. 
<laughs> that does seem like a Kardashian move. Well, they like the controversy because, I mean, we're talking about a family that's only famous because of a fuck tape and no talent. So, yeah, that uh, that does make sense. But I just, we're, we're perpetually outraged by everything. We, we re- Here's the problem with calling it. Also, real quick, I am proud to say that I had no fucking idea who this guy was when you sent me the article. I've been been doing something right in my life. There's very few accomplishments I'm proud of, but this is one of them. (laughs) That's a good one to have. Here's my problem with calling this picture racist is it becomes that whole, if all you have is a hammer, then everything you see is a nail analogy. So if racist is your go-to, like, for everything— I don't think that's a good place to be. I don't. I don't think it's a good place just to knee-jerk react to racist at all costs. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. All you got to do is look at the picture and, and realize that's not what the little girl's doing. She's just a kid. All right, so what else you want to talk about, Mr. Jake? We've talked about outrage. What else do we got on the docket? We got Mitt Romney writing letters. We got, uh, this is a little last week news. We got uh, Kevin Spacey released a video after we recorded. Oh, the video. We got to do the video, man. All right. I, the only that thing shit I, was beautiful. The only thing I don't like about this is the fact that, yeah, it's kind of dated by the time this airs because he posted the video after we recorded. But, fuck, I, I, I loved the video. I, I thought it was compelling. I don't know what the fuck is going through his head, but I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, that guy is off his fucking rocker. Well, I guess he's been just kind of holed up in in some high-end apartment building or something like that. And, and they figured out where he was just by the kitchen because it's the same in all the units. And there there'd sort of been speculation, but he'd been laying low, so they, they weren't really sure. You know, he'd be getting all his food in there. But, um, yeah, that dude is completely fucking lost it. And I, I watched it once on my phone. Like, is this for real? And then I was telling my girlfriend about it, and we watched it on on her computer. And, um, you know, it, it was a little bigger screen and had better resolution. And she was like, oh, he's totally got the red wine lipstick on. If, if, if you look, his inner lips, they have that. You, you know, if you've been drinking red wine all night and you're bombed and haven't, it, it, it'll, like, stain the inside of your lips. He totally had that going on. That guy was bombed in that video. So what, I mean, I, I, this is stupid because all we can do is speculate. What do you think is going through his head as he's deciding to record that? I mean, he's getting drunk and says, you know what, I'm going to do a Frank Underwood. And it was just because he didn't really defend himself, but he did. He didn't say I didn't yeah. do anything. He said, uh, I'm guilty of the things that you don't know that I did, but I'm not guilty of the things you think I did, things like that. I mean, it was it was it was. Like I said, I found it goddamn compelling. Yeah. And like, like you said, I is he crazy or is he crazy like a fox? I have no idea. Well, I think you got to be a little bit nutty to kind of do all the stuff he was doing anyway. Well, uh, yeah. Decide you want to make the video. So, I mean, that, that kind of explains it a little bit. But also, I think it goes back to, I know I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast uh, in the past about uh, like people like Roseanne. And, and Kanye West uh, about it, comparing it to um, uh, solitary confinement, how guys in solitary confinement go crazy. Oh, and yes, 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 yes. Th- basically, they unplug from society and they go crazy. And, and you know, people like Roseanne, people like Kanye West kind of got to a place where they were so famous that 
not only were they kind of untouchable, but they, they sort of, they, they became recluses from society. They, they weren't, you know, going out constantly to, you know, huge parties and making new movies like a Leonardo DiCaprio or something. They just kind of went to their mansions or their macadamia farms on an island somewhere. And, and they, they unplugged from society. Now, they weren't just literally in a box by themselves, so they weren't going as crazy as someone in solitary confinement, but they got a little taste of it. And that craziness was reinforced by being surrounded by yes-men. Just like, yeah, whatever, I'll do what you say, or yeah, of course it's a good idea. You're hearing voices telling you to wear a MAGA hat and meet with President Trump and kiss his ass? Uh, sure, that'll sell more rap albums for you. That just must be more of that genius talking. No one else is doing it, sir, you know? And I, I he basically kind of unplugged from society and it's just been holed up in this like apartment and no one knows what he's been up to and um probably hasn't been interacting with very many people had a canned video of a party in the background playing throughout this entire crazy little thing so i think since this has happened he's sort of unplugged and you add that with the stress of all this and he's just going fucking nuts man and he just found out about the uh the, the actual charges, and so he fucking gets his red wine on, and next thing you know, he's shooting a video. He's Frank Underwood again. He's making the House of Cards season seven or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I just, uh, and the thing is, I'm, you, you made the joke earlier that Louis used his jokes as a deflection from his real problems. The, the thing with Kevin Spacey is this didn't deflect anything. This brought it front and center. Oh, yeah. So he, he did not uh, he did not do something absurd to draw attention away from everything else that went on with him. He he, he no, brought it front no. and center. So that was uh, might not have been and, the best move. But here's the other thing. Like you said, he had yeah. the red wine lips going on. At, at what point? Because like, that thing was not – it might have been done on a phone, but it didn't look – I don't want to say professional, but it didn't look amateurish. Yeah, I don't think Netflix sent a crew to the, the no, apartment no, but it, for that it one, also man. didn't look amateurish. Like they, they, he rehearsed right. that. They, well, they he's a, got, they yeah, he's, he's so got when he sobers up, he shit. still says, "I'm going to post that." Like he, he might have done it drunk, but he got sober and still went, "Yeah, I'm posting that." That's he, what he makes kept it fascinating. That Frank Underwood voice going, and he was like, "In for a penny, in for a pound." That's what I say. Send, and then it was it was on the goddamn internet. It was on the goddamn internet. No, but I, I will say that what he's actually being charged for, it sort of reminds me a little bit of OJ going to prison for the tax thing, or not the tax thing, but um, the, Al Capone the, was the tax the, thing for the, stealing the, 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 the jerseys. Yeah, the hotel uh, theft yeah. of his memorabilia. Right, where you can tell. Everybody was pretty sure he got away with murder. You know, I know I know people were you know wrapped up in like a like a racial frenzy at the time. But since then, pretty much everybody who was avidly for his acquittal has kind of kind of gotten quiet and let that fade away. You know what I mean? Um so then he gets he gets nabbed for for this thing, which was a serious thing. You, you go to even if it's your own jerseys, you you broke into a fucking hotel and took people hostage at gunpoint. Yeah, that's that's pretty serious. But he they gave him a lot of time for it, you know, for for what he did. Even even all things considered, he got a lot of time for that. And I think the same thing is is happening to Kevin Spacey over this one because. He got accused of of like like fucking a fourteen year old boy. No, and there was, no, he know, didn't fuck the fourteen year old. He uh he, he hit he on him. He sexually assaulted him or something. He right? tried to. Yeah, he climbed on top yeah. of him, and the kid got out of there. 
still pretty bad. N- nothing that's good about rape. it at all. That's, nothing a, that's attempted fucking rape. You know yeah, what I mean? Attempted that's rape. attempted right. rape of, of, of a minor. Like, not even, not even. hey, I'm, I'm 17 and a half. No, like, well into, like, just got done playing t-ball kind of minor. Like, this is pretty goddamn bad. And so, um, but I, I don't, for whatever reason, they're not going after him for that. I don't know if that happened internationally, and that's why, because I think that was in England. But, you know, there, there's other... Uh, you, you know, reports him with underage boys and stuff well, like that. I think that, that so, was in New York, but I'm not positive. Was it think, New York? Yeah. I really? Think it was, so maybe Statue of Limitations thing. I don't know. Could but be. yeah, there are stories everywhere. There were theater stories in, in yeah. England when he was running. I mean, he's got story. He's got a he's got a wide right. history. It's, right. It's and so not but as bad you, as Harvey Weinstein, but it's as long. Yeah. It's but it's up there, man. And I, I don't know if I, I put. I, I, if anything, I will put it above Harvey Weinstein just because of the 14-year-old. You throw a 14-year-old in the mix, and that's pretty goddamn bad, dude. Like, All right, fair enough. I, I was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. That's sort of that's sort of my 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 trump card. There is the 14-year-old, like anything with people who are underage. Not like a oh they 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 look 21 and lied about it. You know what I mean? But like a, oh no, you you knew what you were doing. Like that's fucked up. But this one, you actually read the report. And I'm like, I'm not saying he did nothing with this guy, but I'm like, you know, the guy was 18 and kind of letting him do his thing. And I'm, I'm like, you know, even by the guy's admission, he told him he was 25 or some shit. Yeah, they were and in a bar. They were in a yeah, bar. Yeah, they, they were in a bar. Buying and, drinks. And, yeah, and he's like, well, he started to stick his hand down my pants. And I get, and it, I, I will say that this shit's a little bit different with women because there's a huge size difference. There's a, a lot more of an intimidation factor, but... You're a fucking 18-year-old guy, man. Just get him the fuck off. It's not like he was your boss and you were worried about your job and all this kind of shit. Like, get him the fuck off. If I if I said this about someone who wasn't already under scrutiny, if I was like, uh, oh, man, this guy, you'll, you'll, you'll never believe what uh, Busboy did to me last night. You know, we're going to flip it a little bit. Um, well, he, uh, he bought me some shots. And then he was, you know, you know, over the course of a few drinks, you know, a couple hours, he... Yeah, started getting friendlier and really chatting me, leaning in, and then uh, I slowly started massaging my leg, and then he uh, started sticking his hand down my pants. And well, I let him leave his hand there for quite some time. I'm a victim. <laughs> You'd be like, no, you got a hand job. You got a hand job. No, 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 I got a girlfriend. Well, don't let her find out about this because she will not, if I tell my girlfriend that story, um, especially if this was a woman doing it, but even if it was a guy, even if it was a guy, um, sure. Her story would be like, wow, if he's ever on the show house of cards, you should sue, uh, her story, her reaction would be, um, you got a hand job from another dude and I'm leaving you. Uh, Stop getting jerked <laughs> off by other men. Well, that's the other thing, too, is there's apparently video of it. The guy got his cell phone out and took some video. And it's like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Why are you taking your cell phone out and getting video of what is, quote, happening yeah. to you instead of saying, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Who gets a selfie where they're going, oh, my God, I'm totally being sexually assaulted, bro. Woo! Like, that. I'm sorry this is bullshit, dude. This is, like, and I'm not saying that. He hasn't done a bunch of other shit, but this is this is Al Capone going down for tax evasion. This is OJ getting locked up for stealing his jerseys. This is we can't get him for the big shit, but we can damn sure give him the maximum sentence for this little shit. Yeah, and I I remember being eighteen, and I, I and most eighteen year olds, not all. I can't speak for everyone, but I would say that a lot of eighteen year olds have a chip on their shoulder. It's what you do when you're 18. Yeah. 
So if you have that 18-year-old chip-on-your-shoulder anger and this guy touches you, you're like, you react. You react. I mean, I, I got hit on in Boston. I ended up in a gay area. Um, I was walk. I was out. My 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 roommate. This is when we lived in a dorm in college. He had a girl, uh, and so you know, coat hanger on the door. I'm like, well, I'm fucked. And this was like 2 a.m., so I couldn't go to any bars. I was 18 or 19. Everybody is asleep except for me. So I decided to right. go for a walk, and I end up on the riverfront of the Charles River, and uh, this guy. It's so it's a depressed. It's you have the the street above you, and sure. then you take a staircase down to the river, and you can walk along the riverfront. And as I'm walking towards one of these staircases, I see this guy on the stairs. I'm like, God damn it! That he he's gonna hit the 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 path just as I get there, and I'm gonna have to acknowledge him and say hi. You know, I just want to be alone. I don't know who this fucking guy is out at two a.m. So of course he ends up right next to me, and we start talking. And sooner or later, it comes out he's gay, and he's like, so I, I, you know, I can tell by talking to you that you're not. And I'm like, nope. He's like, well, just a heads up, this is a gay cruising spot after midnight, so you are technically on my turf. And I'm like, oh, well, cool. Thanks for the heads up. And I got out of there. And But he did hit on me a couple. He's like, so I can tell you're not gay, but have you ever thought about it? And I'm like, no. Isn't that one of the things is like it's biological or it's not? He's like, well, yeah. But I th I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm going to take the next staircase out. Not because you've not been a charming conversationalist. but Not according to Eddie Murphy. I just got done talking to him at the same <laughs> cruising spot. But the whole point is I'm like, we had a fine conversation. But when he hit on me several times after I said no, I just got the fuck out of there. I'm like, dude, right. I'm walking away from you now. And I wasn't afraid of him. He might have been uh, my size are a little bigger and yeah i was alone and yeah it was 2 a.m but if he had touched me i would have fucking done anything possible because again it's not a f it, like you say it's not right. a female and I'm not male saying power this shit situation can't happen to guys i'm not saying no. what kevin spacey did is good what i'm saying is if that is the case and he was so intimidated that he just let him he that he just froze up and let him keep his hand there he wouldn't be fucking like taking selfie videos to his girlfriend whoa look at this crazy shit huh like that's sorry that's this one's bullshit man I now I'm not saying he shouldn't go down for other stuff. I'm saying this one sounds like bullshit. And I hope that this gets played and goes viral and we are called Kevin Spacey apologists. And maybe then we'll get a lot of listeners uh, who, who want to either the, they, we, hopefully we can become like the Howard Stearns back in the day when he started, which is people listen to us because they like us and we're refreshing and different or they hate us and they just want to hear what we're going to say next so they can be angry. So, so we're no, taking, I'll give you uh, some Kelly, Kevin Spacey apologist talk, man. Here's, here's what I hope. I hope that, um, uh, he gets his own show, uh, not not with Netflix. They're done with him. They killed off Frank Underwood, right? So he gets hired by Hulu to uh, to play a spinoff series where Frank Underwood is alive on an island that the CIA sent him to with what? Roseanne Connor. Yeah, they do a sidekick show. And Roseanne Connor is, is you know what I mean? He's there doing his talking to the camera like, the CIA killed me off, but I'm going to get back at him. And uh, I'm going to. I'll finally become president again one day. And then she's going to be all like, yeah, and, and, and I thought the bitch was white. Did you think the bitch was white, Frank, Mr. President? I'm sorry, Mr. President. It's going to be amazing. I would watch that. All right, Jake, you've got to get to a show. Uh, speaking of shows, let's just do one more thing before we call it quits. Um, do you have any thoughts on Tiffany Haddish, I think her name is? Yeah, I feel bad for her, man. I've definitely partied too late and then fucking sucked on stage. I mean, not not on a show that big <laughs> and not that bad, but uh, I've definitely been there. I've drank too much. It happens. 
I, uh, I, I, I didn't. I don't know what to think. I don't know anything about her. I don't know anything about. Uh, I've. I, I, I don't know anything about her. But when I read it, I just sort of had this thought, which oh, she's is funny, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Because my my thought was, you kind of get what you deserve if you pay to see so. Like, I just know her. She, I, I from movies. So if she's, yeah, that doesn't mean you can do comedy. Like that doesn't. No, mean she's you should solid, be... man. I've, I've okay. seen. I've seen her like sets before. Like they're good. All right. Well, cool. Well, then, 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 sympathy to her for fucking. When up she's and not literally drunk. pounding Ciroc straight from the bottle that that, that people are handing her on stage, uh, she's she's pretty solid. All right. Well, we won't get any controversy for uh, for that one. But uh, but then again, hate... who among us? You know what I'm saying? Who among us? Well, if you hate what we said about Kevin Spacey, uh, tell all your friends. Say, oh, my God, these people don't think Kevin Spacey's the worst person in the world because of what he did to this one 18-year-old. They think he's a monster because of things he did to a 14-year-old. I disagree with them. He's a monster for everything. What, whatever you disagree with us on, make us famous. And, uh, yeah, if you like us, say nice things about us. But if you hate us, make us go viral. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Later.